0: Welcome back to the final episode of this four-part Builder Funnel Radio original mini-series Brand camp, an immersive series on website UX, UI with Caitlin and Esther. Today we're going to have Caitlin in, and if you don't know who she is, she's a web developer here at Builder Funnel, and has spent years in the marketing field. She works on the front-end visual elements on a site and how they interact with the coding on the back. With all her experience, she has a wealth of knowledge on this subject and excited for the value she will be providing. On this episode, we will be going over an aspect that you may have overlooked mobile usability. We go over five tips that you need to make sure that you currently have with your mobile website. Be sure to stay tuned. There's a wealth of good information within this episode. So thanks for tuning in and let's dive in. Hey, Caitlin, and welcome back to the four-part mini series we have here on UX and UI. Thanks for being here and finishing it up.
1: Thanks for having me.
0: Yeah, I'm really excited about this one. I, th- I feel like we've done a covered a lot of content here in the past. And I feel like we've provided a lot of good stuff to implement on your website. And this one, I feel like a lot of people might not pay much attention to, especially that it's trending more upwards. And I feel like that's mobile usability. And I feel like we're starting to use our phones a lot more in the websites. Why is this so important? And what is it?
1: Yeah, so exactly what you said, you know, more and more people are using their mobile device to access websites, and it's critical as a website owner to really be focusing on mobile usability. So mobile usability is one aspect of UX, just like user interface and the design of your website is one aspect of creating a better user experience. And mobile usability really focuses on understanding how your users visit your website using their smartphone or a tablet. And then designing your website to really optimize that experience. And I can't stress this enough. Mobile usability is essential for your website. So think of it like a building permit for a construction project. You have to have it to successfully move forward.
0: Yeah. I just feel like Google takes this into consideration too, when they're pulling you from the searches too. So yeah.
1: No, that's exactly right. Google really cares about mobile usability as well in terms of your SEO rankings. So they want to be able to send users to a website that's easy to navigate on a mobile device. But you may be wondering, you know, why does it matter? We've kind of touched on this. But according to HubSpot, about half of all website traffic is from a mobile device. So understanding that, you should understand that at least half of your users to your website are most likely coming to your site from their smartphone or tablet.
0: Yeah, I feel like that's definitely trending upwards too. the more faster phones get. And it just seems like everyone's on their phone. And you have the tracker that tells you how much you're on your phone every day. And I don't like looking at those numbers. They're just way too high. So I feel like it's definitely trending upwards. So you're you're able to go to someone's website, basically, no matter where you're at, as long as you can get some service. So yeah, that's, it's definitely a big aspect of, of having a good website.
1: Yeah, and I think I agree totally that, you know, this trend is only going to go upward. We're not going to see a decline in people using mobile devices to access websites. So that's why it's even more important nowadays to focus on this. Mm-hmm. And I actually have five tips for how to make sure that your site is mobile optimized. So I can go ahead and jump into those if you'd like me to.
0: I love that you came prepared.
1: (laughs) Yeah. So the first tip isn't really a tip. It's more of a strong recommendation. And this is that your website needs to be mobile responsive. So maybe you've had that experience of visiting a website on your phone and it looks like the desktop version of that site was just taken and shrunk down to fit onto your mobile screen. And it's really hard to see. It's hard to read the text. It's hard to click on things. In order to do any of that, you have to take your fingers and pinch on the screen and zoom in to, you know, to click on anything or to read the copy. Mm -hmm. So this is a site that is not mobile responsive. Yeah. A mobile responsive design means that the elements and the content of the site have been reformatted to properly fit within a mobile device screen. So Your website is easy to navigate and understand on a smartphone or a tablet. And this is similar to things we've described in some of our previous episodes, where your font size is legible, the images are large and they fill the screen, the buttons are large and easy to click on, and the user doesn't have to use their fingers to zoom in to see any of the content. If your design of your site isn't mobile responsive, this is a time where you should consider working with a web designer or a developer who can help you get your site mobile responsive and mobile friendly, because this is really the foundation of creating a mobile optimized site.
0: So I'm not sure, but when you build a website, does it automatically build a mobile website as well? Or do you have to do that or additionally?
1: So it doesn't. If you're using any sort of templated site, like through WordPress or HubSpot, a lot of those templates are created to already be mobile responsive. But otherwise, yeah, that's something that you need to work with your designer or developer to ensure that your site is mobile responsive.
0: Awesome. Yeah, you definitely don't want to miss out on that and not have a responsive mobile mobile website. So you got to make sure you do that.
1: Exactly. So my next tip Tip number two is that size matters on a mobile device. So 75% of users use their thumb to browse a website on their mobile device. Because of this, everything on a mobile friendly website should be easy to reach with a thumb and it should be easy to click on those different elements on your site. So those clickable elements like your buttons, your navigation links, your field forms, they need to be large enough that someone can actually click on it with their thumb. There needs to be enough space around those different elements where users aren't accidentally clicking on other things, trying to click on a button or a a contact form because that's really frustrating as a user.
0: Yeah, I feel like I never heard that before, but once you say it, you do realize when you're using your phone, you're using your phone, your thumbs to scroll all the time. So it's really good to have your thumbs or the clickable assets Within your thumb's reach. So I, I feel like that's a really cool stat because I mean, sometimes you do scroll with one index finger or something like that. But I feel like, taken in mind, you're going to be majority of the time, you're going to be scrolling with your thumbs is really key.
1: Yeah. And I, you know, you have to consider the real estate on a desktop. It's everything's bigger, it's easier to use a mouse pad and to um, use your mouse to navigate exactly where you want and to click on something. But, you know, when we're using our big thumbs, trying to push on little elements that can get really frustrating. Yeah, that's true. So my third tip is content is king on a mobile friendly website. So your content should be the main focus on your mobile friendly site. You want to really keep the layout of your site and your pages simple. You want to consider removing unnecessary design elements that clutter the screen and distract the users. So this goes back to you know, consider your real estate. What design elements that might work on a desktop version of your site can become very cluttered and distracting on a small screen on a a mobile device or a tablet. So consider removing those elements that aren't really adding to the context of your copy. And with that, you also want to make sure your text is legible. So, like Esther talked about in episode three, use 16 point font. You want to use font that is easy to read and very clear. So, you know, script fonts, the kind of handwriting fonts, have become trendy and all the rage over the past few years. And those are great, but you want to make sure you're using a script font that is really uh, legible, it's easy to read. And then you know, make sure you're using it sparingly on your site. And also you want to make sure that your images are large enough that they're filling the screen and that the user can see what the images are without having to use their fingers to zoom in.
2: Hey guys, I know that if you listen to Builder Funnel Radio, you are hyper aware of the fact that the way people shop and buy it's changed dramatically over the years. And for the last 10 years, really since I started doing all this, helping my uncle's remodeling division scale up from about 2 million to 10 million, we've been helping remodelers and builders and contractors all over the country really refine their marketing systems. And I recently decided to kind of bottle all of that up into my first book. And that book is called The Remodeler Marketing Blueprint. And you can Pick up a copy by going to the website remodelermarketingblueprint.com. You can also search for it on Amazon or wherever books are sold online. But I highly recommend you go over to the website because we've got some cool book bonuses that go along with that if you pick up a few extra copies for your friends and colleagues or your teammates. So it would mean a lot to me if you've been listening to this podcast for a while or even just a few episodes, if you've ever gotten any value out of it head over to remodelermarketingblueprint.com and snag your copy today. All right, let's get back to the show.
0: I feel like, so with text, you still want to keep that at 16 or in that range.
1: Definitely, yeah. And this is actually something that Google looks looks at as well when they're determining if your site is mobile friendly. They want to see font that is large enough to read.
0: Gotcha. Okay. so 16 is good. And for design elements that you don't want on there to like like remove an unnecessary stuff, like do you have examples of that or
1: So this could be like background elements that you have. Maybe okay. if you have some background images that don't really play into the content of that page but are just kind of you know pretty design elements you've added you should consider removing those. If they're not really playing up the content and helping with comprehension, then mm-hmm. they could just be getting in the way and distracting the user.
0: Yeah, so something that's on the website might not look good on the mobile, mobile website as well. So it's always good to take into consideration going through and making sure readability is there and everything like that. So do you think moving into like pop-ups because you, you always get that on your your website pages, is that good on mobiles or?
1: Yeah. So my fourth tip is to really take stock of your pop-up elements. So pop-up elements could be, for example, a pop-up banner at the top of your website that has your COVID protocols or a pop-up banner in your footer for your cookies agreement. Maybe you have a pop-up when the user hits your homepage and, and it fills the whole screen, and it's a form to subscribe for email. Or maybe you have a chat bot that pops up on the site. So pop-ups are usually not a big deal on desktop. They still can be distracting if you have too many on a desktop as well, but they can be really annoying and frustrating for a user on a small device. So Mm -hmm. if your buttons on your pop-up forms are too small, then it can be hard to close out of those pop-ups. And if a user comes to your site and they have to close out of multiple pop-ups just to get to your content, they may just get frustrated and give give up and leave your site. So really look at how many pop-ups you have on your mobile site and determine if you really need those, which ones are are important and which ones could be presented in other ways throughout your site. So could you present the information in a different way without using a pop-up?
0: Yeah, I feel like this is very similar with a lot of apps nowadays where they have all these pop-ups and they make the X as small as possible. So when you try and push that little X there and you miss it and you end up on an ad now, and it's not very friendly. And once once I hit that ad, I'm just like, I'm going to delete this app. I don't want it anymore. So I feel like that plays into the user experience, making sure that you're able to click out of the X or just making sure all the buttons are easily accessible. and. Don't want to populate the screen too much,
1: right? So. And I think, especially you know, you see that a lot with ads where they—I don't want to say intentionally—but it seems like maybe <laughs> it's an intentional thing where they make the X so small that it's probably to is click out of it. Yeah, and so you know, as the user, that's frustrating. And I think we've all had that experience of just trying to click through all the different pop-ups to get to a site, and and it's incredibly annoying.
0: Yeah. So you basically, you don't want to overpopulate them with pop-ups and different aspects similar to that. So I feel like those are good points and things to take into consideration for sure.
1: And then my last point is to make speed a priority on your on your website. So this goes for desktop as well. You know, speed is a priority no matter what, but you really want to think about your, how quickly your website is loading on mobile devices. So, you know, while our internet connections are, improving, you know, every year it's it's getting better. You have to consider that people generally have less reliable interconnect, internet connections when they're on their mobile device than when they're on their desktop because, you know, maybe they're sitting in the carpool line at their kid's school and scrolling through their website using their carrier data or maybe they're at the local coffee shop using the free Wi-Fi there. So Wi-Fi connection, internet connection can be a little more unreliable when you're on a mobile device. Because of this, you really want to make your site speed a priority to think about, you know, where your users are accessing your site and how to make it as fast as possible. And then like we mentioned, having a fast site on your mobile device really helps with your SEO. So it can help you rank better in search engines and Like I mentioned earlier, Google doesn't want to send users to a site that's slow or frustrating to browse on a mobile device. Mm -hmm. And I have a few tips for you for how to improve your site speed on a mobile device. The first is to optimize your images. So reduce the image file size. Look at what types of files you're using. So you want to use PNGs are great. SVGs are really good as well. These files tend to load faster and they take up less server data. And then we mentioned this earlier, but you really wanna consider removing those different interactive elements or animations that you have on your desktop site. So maybe if you've got some cool scroll features, you know, as you scroll down your web page, there's some animations that happen those are great for desktop, they could slow down your mobile site. So consider removing those different little interactive elements and animations from your mobile site. And then the other tips we discussed above, keeping your content really simple, your layout straightforward, removing unnecessary design elements, all of that will also help increase your page speed.
0: Yeah, I feel like with mobile websites, this speed on it is significantly slower. And I feel like a lot of people struggle with making sure that their speed is fast and able to compete with other big brands or anything. It's just to stay competitive. So I feel like, so with the optimizing your images, Is that something separate that you would have to do compared to, say, your website? Because I know they say optimize them on your website. If you optimize them on your website, do you also additionally have to optimize them on your mobile site?
1: No. So if you're optimizing your images for your desktop site and you're using those same images on your mobile site, you're good to go. If you have a, some people have completely different website designs for their mobile devices, for mobile devices, if that's the case, and you're using different images or different videos, then yes, you would, would need to make sure the the content that you're using on your mobile site is optimized. But if you're focused on op- optimizing for desktop, then you're probably covering your bases for mobile as well.
0: Okay, cool. Because I know when you're doing your website, you want to do it like 1200 width, 600 300, whatever, depending on how big you want it. So you don't really need to do that additionally to your mobile site because your mobile site's obviously not 1,200 wide <laughs> compared to Yeah,
1: that. and again, this goes back to just making sure you have a design that's mobile responsive.
0: Awesome. All right, I feel like this is a lot of great stuff here. Um, Caitlin, do you have anything else you want to say before we go off here?
1: Sure. I'll just do a quick recap of this little mini-series. and. Hopefully, what you've learned. So, you may have kind of come into this not having any idea what UX and UI were, but hopefully, you have a better understanding and you understand what good UX and UI looks like. You wanna remember that your website is basically your digital sales rep for your business. So, creating a positive experience for your website users is important because it can help you build your brand reputation and your trust. It can help you really display the quality of your work. And ultimately, it will help generate leads, which is obviously your goal as the business owner. So just taking the time to implement some of these simple design tips that we mentioned in episode three and focusing on improving your mobile usability will really greatly improve your site's UX.
0: I love it. I feel like that's a lot of great value right there. And just going back and making sure that you do have really good UX and UI with your website. And I feel like down the road, that's just ultimately gonna help your, help your brand out. And I just wanna say thanks, Caitlin, for joining this mini-series here. We had a blast. I feel like we covered a lot of good stuff. So thanks for joining in.
1: Thanks, and I hope that everyone will consider signing up for our masterclass where you'll get more in-depth learning about these different
0: topics. Awesome. Thanks for joining in here, Caitlin. And thanks for tuning in here in our four-part mini-series of UX, UI, and how you can better your website. If you did find a lot of value out of this, we do go more in depth with our masterclass. And that's going to be at builderfunnelacademy.com slash VIP. That's where you'll be able to sign up. And that we'll throw that in the show notes for you. And thanks for tuning in here at Builder Funnel Radio. And we'll catch you on the next episode.